0: Good morning, good afternoon, <laughs> good evening. Coach H. title, today's title is the ability to rise is in all of us. I'm quoting King James, LBJ. This conversation may be weighty, a little heavy. A little different to digest, but my prayer is that I'm given the ability to articulate it to where you, the listener, can understand it. If you got any questions, no matter what age bracket you may fall in teenagers, mid 30s, late 30s, whatever email me. You can reach me at past at gmail.com That is our business email of Divine Works Education and Training at Divine Works ENT Academy. Feel free to send your questions, comments, or feedback. Our goal as an organization is to first and foremost help people realize their full potential. How is that done? We help people discover their true identities. We help people realize their full potential through the discovery of our true identities. Our tagline as today is February of the 27th, 2020 is to divorce the past, to marry the future. Divorce the past means in terms of what we have been taught that is outside of our divine design, what we've been taught that is outside of our purpose, our identity, and our destiny have to divorce those experiences, ideas, cultures, sometimes people, and sometimes places to marry the future, to be in allegiance with the future. Your future is where your life is going according to your purpose, according to your destiny, according to your divine design. A person on a practical level transitions into a divorce when the expectations that was agreed upon between two entities, male and female, are not being met. When the demand is Is not being met on a consistent basis people exit relationships you can see that in terms of the context of relationship you can also see that in the context of economics under the umbrella of having a job traditional job employment that once you take on a job and the expectations are set between you and that employer hopefully they understand your expectations you understand theirs you know as a co- as a company collectively once those expectations are verbalized and agreed upon it's both parties responsibility to uphold their portion of the relationship notice i didn't say they uphold their ends at the a bargain cuz it's not a bargain it's safe. It's a relationship that is built upon expectations agreed upon, understood, agreed upon, and consistently executed between those two parties that are involved in that relationship. If that does not happen, then somebody will exit the relationship. And normally, in a traditional sense, from employer to employee, not that I'm promoting traditional jobs, but I'm using this as as an example, you will either leave that place of employment or they will they will escort you out the door. That is a breakup. I wanna give that prelude because our responsibility to humanity is to help each individual that we come into contact with realize their full potential. I have awesome mentors, I have awesome elders, I have awesome people who lead and guide me in that same frequency to realize Our full potential. Want to give that prelude to give you an understanding as to why we do what we do. The podcast and everything that's comprised of that. The ability to rise. It's going to be a little deep conversation. Again, if you got any questions, or concerns, or feedback, let me know. I may use some terms that you may not understand. I know I'm going to use the term, I'm thinking, I'm using the term, I'm going to use the word transition a lot, and I'm going to use the word indoctrinated a lot, and I may use revelation. Ready? As I said before, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. The ability to rise is in all of us. When you highlight the term rise... Normally, we've been indoctrinated, meaning that we've been taught by our society and we've also been taught and it's been caught by the environments, physical environments that we were brought up in and that we find ourselves in now. Rise to us means it's a direction. But in this expression, rise is not a direction. The ability to rise is a dimension. And a dimension is a different realm of life. You have your natural life and then you also have a spiritual life. You come from spirit. Now speaking about the natural sense that we operate in every day. I'm speaking about the purpose that is on the inside of you, the spirit that is on the inside of you. When we rise, we look up. Up again It's not, a direction, it's a dimension, it's from above. When that takes place, you look within. I'll give you a practical example because I want to bring practicality to this. That myself functioning as a transformational coach, life coach, you program consultant, when questions come in terms of people's lives and ideas for business and ideas and thoughts for their career. I pull from the inside of me what has been deposited on the inside of me to pose questions or to give suggestions to them. I don't pull from without. Without means the life that I lived formerly before I came into the revelation or the realization of my true identity which provokes me to realize my full potential. I don't pull from that source because that source is outdated. I don't pull from my former life to give people suggestions or ideas on where their life could go. I use my former life as examples to demonstrate principles that I didn't execute, but I don't pull from that lower level of living to give people questions or ideas that can curtail the path of their life. The ability to rise and to rise above the little things. When we talk about little things, the little things are external and internal. The little things, anything in a person's life that's a little thing that they must rise above, it never starts on the outside. It always starts inwardly. Say for example, you in a relationship with a person, and not say a romantic relationship, but you have a connection maybe with a classmate. You have a connection with a coworker. And you believe that this person irritates you, they were used as what's called an external stimuli to provoke you to move, transition. The transition, which I'm pulling from an awesome woman of God, transition in terms of movement, transition, position, places. That person is being used as a stimuli to provoke us to move from one way of thinking to a newer way of thinking. It shakes the core of your your very being when a person, quote-unquote, irritates you. It's not them irritating you. It's the shaking and the earthquake that's taking place on the inside of you to move from one expression of life or way of thinking to another. What happens with us is that because when we blame people and when we say this person made me mad or this person is getting on my nerves, that deactivates the ability for us to change or transform or transition. Again, trans means movement, ishing, IT, ION, position Mentally, you know, it originates spiritually, but it does have to take place mentally for us to move. When you rise above the little things, you're living in a different dimension where you're pulling from within and not without in terms of external people, places, and things, thoughts, and ideas that are outside of who you are. You're not finger pointing, but you're taking accountability. For the thought that you had the thought that you have that is producing that behavior or that response as to saying this person is making me mad. When we rise, we also describe rising as I'm rising from a lower quality of life to a higher quality of life. I'm rising from who I used to be, who I who I thought I was, or what my geographical location my household, my upbringing, my parents, my external environment spoke to me and affirmed that identity of who I used to be to a higher quality of life and to the new person that I am. And for me, sometimes people make comments to me that will be understood as disrespectful. And I don't have a response because you cannot kill a dead man in terms of a human. If that area in my life is ceased, it's no longer operational. It's, in a practical example, you can see it as a cord being cut, an electronical cord being cut, it's disconnected. You can't put cables on me and charge me up because that area in my life is no longer operating. I don't have to be pro, I don't have to argue, I don't have to go back and forth because I don't have anything to lose because I gave it all. I've gained everything that's necessary to fully function in my divine design and purpose of identity. I don't have anything to lose. So that cord has been disconnected. And when you try to press that button, it doesn't work because it's been disconnected already. As I said before, we rise in our perspective from who we used to be to who our purpose has been called us to become and what we have been called to do. You have to realize who you are before you begin doing. That's the most excellent way, from my life example to yours, to really maximize your full potential and realize your full potential. Because sometimes when I ask young people, what's your dream, they, they give me a career field or occupation or vocation, which is okay, which could lead you to realizing your full potential, but the most excellent way is to build a relationship with your purpose and from that relationship your identity will be birthed and it can minimize the decisions that you will make and the mistakes that you would have because people make decisions off their perceived identity if I place my career or my job and my business as who I am in my profession I'm going to make decisions based upon that. That's going to be my filter of decision making that I go into because I'm making decisions based on my well-being professionally, not who I am as a person. And sometimes that does happen and people begin, and that's the realm of limitation that people live in because when you start making decisions primarily of your profession, that dictates everything in your life. So your life revolves around your job, career, or business instead of your business revolving around your life. When a decision comes to me about a business or a partnership that our company may may be thinking about entertaining, I don't think about I don't think about how much money will be made. Even though that thought does cross my mind. But my even if I have that first thought, my second thought may be, where is my life going? Does me or does us connecting or partnering with this organization complement where purpose is taking me? Where is purpose taking me? If purpose is taking me to one place, like say, for example, I'm engaged. Now the decisions that I make are centered around the engagement, where my life is going. If I have an opportunity to, to work or partner with a company, I have to ask myself, me partnering with this company, does it complement the direction that my fiance and I are going? Does that complement the direction that we see our lives being when we merge and become a team officially? Those are questions that I have to pose, not the job or the opportunity first. It's where my life is at, my purpose, my destiny, where my life is going. Does that complement that direction? If it doesn't, then I I know to refute or negate the opportunity itself. Last but not least, and I hope that if you have any questions or feedback, feel free and open. No question is a dumb question. The only dumb question is the question that is not asked. The ability to rise above the little things comes from within, not without, on the inside of us. The ability to rise is in us. You have to tap into those resources. Be who you've been called to be, and do what you've been called to do. Be first, then do. And there's a conversation that I was involved in. I think it was a couple days ago, and awesome young man, educated young man, one of I consider as a partner. We were talking about resources and the thought came to my mind is that people, especially with us doing the King program, the kids in need of graduation program, it's a $40 admission fee into the experience. And sometimes people don't support these type of initiatives because they're not free and because people believe they don't have believe they don't have the resources in terms of financially. But the thought that I pose to him is that we have the resource because all the resources are in us. Once we start living inwardly, outwardly, the resources will be there. There are principles and laws in the earth that we can execute. And then I'm, I'm sorry, they're not in the earth. They're in a different dimension, but they can be executed in the earth on a natural plane. There are principles and laws that can be executed in in the higher dimension of living that can manifest in the natural state. But because we don't execute them intentionally, if you sow a seed and you water it every other day, it may not grow to be as strong and as vibrant as it could be if you were consistently watering it. And the analogy I bring that because even though there are principles and laws and a higher dimension that we employ and execute, when we're not aware of them and realize them and have enough faith to believe in them, then our execution, our application is inconsistent. And we realize and we can see a, a, a beneficial outcome, but the outcome is inconsistent because we're not aware. We don't realize and we're not intentional on consistency, consistently applying these principles and these laws with the intent to bring increase in the natural earth, to live a life of abundance, to be able to pour into the lives of others and teach them how to live from within and not from without. Coach Cage, I'm signing off. I hope and I pray that this finds you where you are and takes you to the place that you have been called to reside in. A place of prosperity, abundance, love, and joy. Concern for yourself, concern for the community, concern for others, and that you will be one that will walk in your divine identity, purpose, and destiny. And that you will be one to be able to teach others in conversation, and in a demonstration how to rise, and how to rise above the little things. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening.